0: You're listening to the Left Behind Game Club. Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I'm your host, Jacob McCourt, and today I have three friends with me. The first friend, you know him, you love him, his name is Travis Colnut.
1: Hi, how's it going?
0: It's going. Our second friend, uh, back for the nth time, it's Katie Lesprance. Hello, how are you? i'm doing well and back for the third time on the show uh it is from streamers unknown uh writer streamer multi-talented multi-hyphenate court ftw court welcome back
2: thank you so much for having me again
0: yeah well we have to finish talking about death stranding uh which is a game that we started to talk about in our last episode that we have to talk about the story and i wanted to have the time to let it breathe because boy this is a story uh, developed by Kojima Productions, uh, published by a Sony Interactive Entertainment, available on PS4 and PC. If you're listening to this and you haven't listened to our part one of the series, you might want to stop this, download that episode, and then come back here when you're ready. But um, Court, Travis, Katie, I am ready with my drink here to get right <laughs> oh, into this Death Stranding talk. We it. left off last time talking about the story of Death Stranding. We set up the world uh, by talking about uh, the main character, Sam Porter Bridges, and his mother, the president of the United States, but we—sorry, di- not the United States, the United Cities of America, the UCA. Mm. Um, but we didn't really get into detail about some of the other characters that are very important to the story here in the beginning. So, Dead Man, um, Dead Man, oh boy, and Die Hardman are two characters that we haven't
2: really talked about yet.
3: Who are they? Who is they? <laughs> Um, honestly I'm not sure I still know
2: (laughs) (laughs) I just know that Deadman he is kind of the um, the researcher with the BBs and kind of the things that are going along and happening I guess like he's the one that kind of contacts you first and he's made up of 70% of uh, human remains
0: yeah he's like Frankenstein if if you notice he's got like uh, stitches all across his forehead because, as you said, he's made from human remains. He is Frankenstein's yep. monster. Yes, a hundred percent.
1: I think they say likeness, that in the game.
2: Yes, yeah. I think, his
0: yeah. likeness is Guillermo del Toro, and he's voiced by Jesse Cordy. So, like, if you're like, that doesn't sound like Guillermo, it's because it, it's not. It's just his likeness. <laughs> uh, I see. and then
3: die and then die Hardman. Yeah, he is what the, he is a government official. Yeah. I think
1: he kind of like it's kind of like your boss. He's yeah. kind of like the president's right-hand man. He's kind of he's he's pretty much the one pushing you to uh join the UCA to then keep connecting different parts of the country together.
0: Yeah, I think his formal title is he's the commander of the Bridges Company, which is like the delivery company that Sam works for. Gotcha. Um, but you find out more about his background later that he was in the special forces. But we'll get into that. And he wears Those a black the... mask. He does. Yes, he you does. don't see
1: his Be- face. Uh, you, like you don't really know what the deal is with him. Like you don't really know anything about him. He's just the one kind of like spouting commands at you until like the very end of the game, really.
0: And I think it's it's interesting that this game, a lot of it's told via, like, holograms. So, like, mm-hmm. when you're running around, a lot of the characters will story at you via holograms. Um, but when you do see characters, like, the facial animation and the motion capture, I want to say you're, like, the top, top, top of the industry. Like, this sets a very high bar for other games.
3: Really? Yeah. Do you not think so? I, okay. Um, the the mocap, Yes. The facial animation, I personally don't think so. Really? I, I think there's a lot lacking in their expressions. I find that their faces are kind of just dead, pardon the pun. But, like, there's <laughs> I, there's not a lot going on there. Like, there's not a lot of emotion. There's not a lot of facial expression. There's, like, even just, like, their eyebrows or, like, anything. There's not a lot going on. I don't know if it's just because I... Like the last big game like this with like a lot of mo cap I played was The Last of Us Two, which has mm. absurd mocap and and facial animation. But there there's not a lot going on in their faces. They're they're um they're like facial motion? No, not their facial motion. Their facial articulation, like not not the movement, but the way that they're uh, that the way that they're CGI'd basically. The level of detail in their face I think is Modeled? very high. Yes, the the models are great, but I think that the animation, I don't think, is is great, personally, in my personal opinion.
1: I would, not to rush to the defense and and play counter, but I will say that you're saying there's a lot of lack of emotion, but I also don't feel like there was a lot of um, emoting. Other than Higgs, everyone was very kind of monotone, lots of exposition Lots of just, like, giving you lots of story, lots of information. And I don't know, like, I would say Hartman was probably pretty, like, charismatic. But I would say, like, when you, Sam, Fragile, Mama, like, everyone was really kind of Amelie. Like, everyone was very just, like, kind of flat and and monotony. So there wasn't much, I didn't get a lot of emotion. They weren't emoting a lot to really see if it was working.
3: Yeah, I can agree that a lot of the characters are very stoic. Yeah, it's very serious. So, yes, there is not a lot going on, but still, I still thought it was just a little bit lacking. Even like yeah. Mama, like I don't know, there is just nothing going on there, and there'll be like tears coming down, but like her face isn't. There is nothing. I don't know. I thought it. I th- I thought there could have been more to make me feel
2: things. Maybe she was just always sad with what's happened yes, to her. Yeah, but she didn't yeah. look sad. There was tears, <laughs> Even, but yeah. she didn't
3: actually look sad. She just looked like she was doing nothing.
2: And you would think she'd be excited when she'd be like, "I, I invented this new really cool thing, so um, you should check it out." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks, mom. And, yeah, and that's and that's like the voice
3: acting that stoic, but still, I don't know. Personally, it didn't hit me.
0: You you bring up a great point though about Higgs, who's played by Troy Baker, which. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know I'm an enormous Troy Baker stan. Well, like, who isn't? Yeah, right. Uh, but you're right that like he played his villain like a villain from Shakespeare. no. like
1: it was outrageous at times.
0: But it worked. But it yeah, 100% yeah. worked in this in this story. He was licking people's faces, his exposition. Yes. He he had like uh an Egyptian style mask and like Egyptian style kind of colors and outfit and he was floating and popping everywhere and I'm still like this totally works. Troy Baker crushed this. Oh, the yeah. higgs
3: scenes were my favorite scenes by far.
0: Yeah. I just wonder what it was like to have Troy Baker lick your face.
3: Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's I'm sorry. Troy Baker or anyone. That's never good. You are Don't quite a stand. <laughs> no one should do that. <laughs> <laughs> Court courts over here. She's with me. Yeah, I'm just like do <laughs> Um,
0: he is part of a militant separatist group called Homo Demons, which means madmen, and the whole group is essentially just trying to keep America broken and, like, destroy the work of the Bridges Company through violence. Yeah. Um, he is who you think is the main bad guy through most of the game. You find out that's not the case at the end, but I loved Higgs as a bad guy. Great, great antagonist in this game.
1: Yeah, he was great. I don't have much to say about him though. I kind of like, he was good. Like I would say there was other characters that I liked a lot more, but I also have, I, I typically end up gravitating towards strong female characters. And I usually end up liking most of the female characters in video games anyways, as the ones that I pick as my favorite. Like I love fragile, but I don't know if like Higgs was fine. I liked him.
3: I thought Higgs, just the level of cruelty that Troy Baker brought to the character was like chilling like he was just like he relished in the cruelty and like how um psychologically cruel he could be and like he didn't just want to like mess it up and he wanted to be like no i'm gonna make this your fault like i'm gonna make this fragile's fault and i'm gonna make you live with the fact that you did this thing and it's your fault as opposed to just like oh, i'm just gonna blow up the city no no but i'm gonna add this layer that it's you It's, it's messed up Now, Travis,
0: you said you really liked Fragile. Um, Is this a good point to talk about the relationship between Higgs and Fragile? Yeah. Because there's a particular section of the 11 hours of cutscenes in this game because I looked and there's 11 plus hours of cutscenes in this game. Um, between Fragile and Higgs, that speaks to what Katie's talking about.
1: Yeah, so Fragile is pretty much another courier in this world, and she is uh, working to deliver stuff for you know the preppers and and di- distribution centers and stuff. And you end up working with her um, throughout the game. Um, and she uh she mentions early on that she like got caught in the timefall rain. So the the rain ages you, um, and so her whole body is is um, old and, uh, like not, she's not doing very well. She has to eat a lot of those crypto bites to keep herself healthy. Um, and essentially what ended up happening is she did work with Higgs and he tricked her into delivering a bomb to one of the Knot cities. I don't, it was it Lake Knot. Was it South? uh, South? I don't remember which one it was. South Lake Knot. Uh, I don't know. South Lake Knot. Both. See, I was kind of (laughs) right. And, (laughs) and then, um, she, uh, she finds out along the way and essentially what happens is Triggs captures her Triggs. Wow. Higgs captures her, um, and, uh, strips her of her clothes and pretty much gives her an ultimatum that like either you can run this bomb through the timefall rain to a giant tar pit to get rid of it. Um, and sacrifice yourself for the lives of the people of this city, or you can, you know, leave it, and this the, the This bomb is going to go off and people are going to die. And so he puts it on her that it's her choice. She has to decide whether or not people are going to die or if she's going to get, um, you know, seriously injured.
0: And that just goes to show, like, how cruel... Higgs is yeah. and why he's maybe such a great villain yeah and he's totally. so
3: happy while he's setting up this whole scenario <laughs> like he's like a Shakespearean villain like he's playing the part of a Shakespearean villain where he's like I'm presenting this scenario and like this is the terrible thing that you're gonna have to do and like is just uh, it's just it's all very like grandiose and he yeah he sets it up very well. That's kind of one of the first big things that happens. So
0: like, imagine that you're just moving from... If you're on the East Coast and Bridget Strand is... um, Is it Amelie? Oh my God, too many characters. Sorry. Bridget Strand is the president who's dying. She dies at the beginning of the game. And then Amelie, her daughter, is on the other side of the coast. She's on the West Coast. And your whole goal is connect the East Coast to the West Coast with the Chiral Network and also find Amelie on the West Coast. So you start moving from East to West and your first confrontation with one of your first confrontations with Higgs involves this, this mission with Fragile, but as you keep going, you discover more BTs and then the story starts to unfurl from there.
2: Yeah. I was going to say too, because even at the beginning when you have to make the delivery with the president or else like, cause she dies and she's going to go necros and then cause like, you know, this it's like it'll cause like a big void out or something so you Mm -hmm. have to or the fumes are just so terrible for people to inhale that you have to burn their bodies in this special incinerator and even then sam doesn't really want to do this he's very anti-hero and it's when higgs kidnaps amelie or says that he like you know that's what kind of they're like you have to save her now like you have to go you have to go to the West Coast. He's like, oh, right. <laughs> I guess I'll go now. Pull my arm. <laughs> yeah. Or twist my arm.
0: She's she's the Princess Peach in this scenario,
3: right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> very much. Oh, my God. Um, uh, so, yeah. That's your first kind of big encounter with a lot of BTs. But I'm just going to take it back just for a second to the very beginning of the game. When it first opens, first of all, the beginning credits. Beautiful. Yeah, he's wonderful. driving around on his motorcycle. I think it sets up the world really well. Um, and then your first encounter with the BTs is actually right at the beginning, but you can't yeah. see them. And you're in this cave, um, kind of hiding from the time fall, because, uh, you know, you don't want to get old. So he's hiding <laughs> in the cave. Um, and then he kind of senses the BTs coming up, and he you you feel tense because he feels tense. And you instantly see how scared he is and you can't see the thing and he can't see the thing. But you see these um, handprints, which are like their footsteps, being placed in the mud around you and that they're walking around you and you see how scared he is. And that was, to me, the scariest the BTs ever were because you don't know what's there. Like the right. how they kind of unveil them and how they get... Um, how the threat gets bigger and bigger through the game was well done to me because it's kind of small at the beginning and then it's like oh now there's when there's a void out they drag you through the tar pits and then to this giant monster that's going to kill you like each thing was like oh now this is happening now it's dragging me through the tar like it i was everything took me by surprise because i mm-hmm. went into this game very blind
0: yeah, and they lore dump you super hard at the beginning because yeah. they're like Sam's a repatriate, which means like he doesn't die and he can like resuscitate, which means that like if you die, you go into this like watery purgatory where you, as a spirit. Climb back into your body. There's a baby inside of you who gives you a thumbs up and then you, like, reanimate. But also, Sam has dooms, but he's level 2 dooms, which means that he can sense BTs, but he's not like Higgs or Fragile that are, like, more dooms-like <laughs> And have powers to like transport themselves across time and space. This game is crazy. Yeah. Um. But it just like slowly kind of spoon feeds you that as time goes on, right? Court.
2: Yes, I definitely agree because when I, again, I feel like we've all had this situation where we're trying to explain this game to someone. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's like, but yeah, right off the bat, they just dump you with all these things. But I feel they did a really good job at constantly reminding you and using those core phrases so that when you when you go to explain this to someone you're like yeah the chiral network and like repatriate (laughs) and then like people like i have no idea what these words are but it's like you just get such a really good understanding but you have to play the game to understand it
1: yeah
3: i have to say yeah explaining this game to my husband I've mentioned in previous podcasts. <laughs> he he. So he's looking at this game and he's like, wait, what are you doing? Like right at the beginning. I'm just transferring like the first packages. I'm like, you're like bringing stuff from one place to another. And I'm like, oh no, oh no. There's like the BTs where I ran into like, I don't know, I did it very poorly at the beginning and now they're dragging me through the tar. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, there's handprints all over me from where the BTs were grabbing me and this and that. I'm like, oh, and these guys want my cargo because they're obsessed with deliveries. And he's like, this game is insane. And then I'm like, oh yeah, and the rain ages you. He's like, well, that's, I'm done. I'm out. He's like, this is stupid.
0: Speaking of, and you didn't even
3: get into, oh no,
0: go ahead, Travis.
1: Oh no, no, no. I was just going to say, speaking of spouses watching you play this game, my wife totally walked in on me, watching Sam take a shower. That's awkward. (laughs) I mean, Sam looks good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's totally fine. But she's like, what
3: are you playing? And I was like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) <laughs> i have to shower because i need grenades from yeah. the grime off his body obviously <laughs> she's like Great. that's his blood. And,
0: <laughs> and see i'm a 12 year old because at one point i was playing and I, I called my partner over and i was like hey hey look watch this and then i had sam porter bridges urinate in the mm-hmm. game uh because i'm i'm six and i thought that that was very <laughs> very very fun to do <laughs> but yeah tons of stuff you have to learn like even like OdreDrek scanners, which are the thing on your back that scans for BTs. Is that how you There's say that? I had no
1: idea in. how to say that.
0: Don't okay. even know. I have it written here and I still don't know how
3: to say it. Okay. OdreDrek. Like Odre the Drek. fan arm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah, the, it's yeah. some combination Scanner. of those letters.
0: The arm that gives you a thumbs up when you avoid the BTs. And yes. do you know about the quiz time? Do you okay. know how the BBs are made?
3: Yes. Yes. Messed up. Yes. One dark. of many things that is really that I, I don't want to get too into, like, the ethical things revolving around this game. Because I really I love this game. No qualms. Like, I love it. But there are certain parts that it made me uncomfortable. The oh, fact yeah. that... Um, yeah. So, basically, uh, a mother who's giving birth or who is uh, late-term pregnancy who dies... But they mechanically keep her alive, basically in an ICU, to then birth this baby who, because the mother is dead, the baby has a connection to the world of the living and to the world of the dead. So they take these babies and put them in like a little container so they don't age. And then they ha- use them. Yes, yes. Courtney is holding <laughs> up her BB, her, baby. her <laughs> precious BB. They precious use this baby. baby who's a person. But anyway, so they put it in a little container and they're like, yeah, you can use this as a tool, as equipment, they call it, to yep. sense BTs, which they kind of mention how ethically weird that is for about the BBs. I feel like they do not at all uh, appropriately address how ethically strange it is that they're keeping these dead mothers alive to birth these babies to make them equipment. That this dead mother is there throughout most of the game through flashbacks. Mm-hmm. There's a dead mom lying there, but they have to keep her alive to keep the connection alive. But she's dead. Yeah. It's messed up. That's it's all I'm saying. dark. Very dark.
1: Yeah.
0: But hey, Katie, games aren't political, so...
3: Uh, this game is <laughs> extremely political, and Hideo is not shy about it. Let's be real. Yeah. He... Even, they mention uh, they mentioned the president the current president of the united states at one point in one of the emails um from one person to another you get okay. these emails from different yeah. uh, people yeah. from different way stations and I'm glad them, you read them yes i oh i read tons i read, and tons I, read of
1: them. I read all of them oh yeah <laughs> no
2: oh, yeah. i only read the I like to. no no <laughs> i was like oh let oh,
3: me fill you to. in <laughs> he talks about um uh, being like oh the um the leader or i forget what they call it or the president of some other nation wants to build a border to keep out this other group of people and like oh yeah tons of stuff like that it's super political
0: so well, isn't there
3: even a quote in the <laughs> end about like building walls and tearing oh, them yeah. down Absolutely. Yes. He yeah he this all the time and i mean that's a theme through history right there's like been the berlin wall like it's not like a new thing but it seemed very on the nose
0: yeah, because this game would have started development like in the like 2017 area. so like you can probably tell like exactly what he was inspired by. I can perhaps <laughs> guess. Yeah. yeah. um, so we were talking about still mothers and BBs and Higgs. So after you have your first confrontation with Higgs and kind of discover, that there are these huge BTs, which are either whales or lions or dogs that come out of the tar to attack you. That's when you meet Mama for the first time and start lear- learning about the chiral network, right? Pretty how about sure. that? How about how about Mama and Lachna and M- Malingan?
2: They, I feel, <laughs> a part of me was, I just thought that they just kind of ran out of um, at, like actors at this point. So they're like, <laughs> we'll just make twins. But it, it, the story that they kind of put—that's what I. Whenever, whenever there's like a twin, I'm like, "Come on, creativity level, let's go." Yeah. That's
3: fantastic. I love
2: that. Um, but I did. I well, obviously, but it's such a difficult thing to explain because a part of me really enjoyed the story arc of those two characters, but at the same time, I feel like it was a lazy, like twist where right. they they happen to be twins. So then when. Spoiler alert, when Mama dies, Lachna takes over, and it's like the same person. She's like, but she's here with me, and I'm just like, come on! (laughs) Like, yeah, (laughs) like, what are you doing?
1: (laughs) I literally felt the same way where I was like, after after Mama died, I was like, I I thought to myself, oh, I guess there's no more equipment. Like, I guess there's not going to be any updates to equipment. There's not going to be any, you know, stuff like that. I thought I was like, oh, this is like, she's just gone. And then Lachna takes over and then I'm like, oh, literally like one person recorded all of these things for... Like when you think logistically, someone recorded all of the explanatory things for all of the weapons and equipment that you get. And obviously, you wouldn't want to have someone else also record those for the second half of the game after Mama dies. So it's easier just to have her have be a twin. And I agree. I loved the storyline. I, I liked all of that about like, you know, how she was one was the ha one was the ka, which is like the body and the soul and yeah. how they were really one and bringing them back together. like i didn't like the idea that i took mama all the way to mountain not city and she promptly dies i was like come on man like just <laughs> instant death and i was like i thought we did it like i i literally asked that mission she did not get hurt at all i'm like there's no reason why she is dead right now but i guess for story reasons it really doesn't matter but
3: yeah, you're right. It made that death very inconsequential because yeah. they're just like, no, yeah, oh, it's fine. She's just over here now and we're going to carry on like it never happened. It yeah. doesn't matter.
1: No one seems to be bothered by it.
3: No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, she's still there, yeah. so it's fine. There was something that was mentioned where she had hit her vitals, so she knew uh, she was going to die. And oh, when they had kind of cut the connection with her and the BB or the her BTBB, BB. Or, yeah. Yeah. B-B-B-B-B-T. Her BT? <laughs> her BT, yeah. <laughs> and, sh- and then she cut, yeah, like I think there was a scene where she kind of hides her head oh, or like you're her right. vitals for it to know. I And then when that. she get there, she's like, ah, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is another thing Mama and her BT baby was also really not upsetting it wasn't personally upsetting to me but i was like oh i can see how this could be super upsetting for a lot of people because she basically is in rubble from that initial explosion she was at the city that fragile accidentally bombed basically because higgs tricked her um and she's in the rubble and she's like nine months pregnant, and so she basically gives birth to a stillborn who then becomes a bt but who's still attached to her Through their umbilical cord. So there's this dead ghost baby hanging around her who's crying. And like she's still taking care of it as though it's a real life baby. And like, I don't know. It's just so dark. And I know multiple people, not me personally, but like I know multiple people who've had fertility issues. And I thought, ah, this could be really tough stuff for someone to play through.
1: It's super serious. Like I could totally see why someone would be upset by that.
3: And I, I don't think that's a reason to ever cut something from a game. I have no. no reason. I've always think that it should be in the game. If you don't like it, that's okay. You don't play the game. It's not for you. Each game is not for everybody. That's okay. But yeah, I was like, oh, this is like, I don't know. It was really just hard hitting. And I, for me, it's was neat. I don't have any kids. I've never been pregnant, but still...
0: I don't know how you y'all feel about this, but I felt like because I've played Kojima's games, and maybe this is more of a question for Katie. I felt like maybe Kojima's story was a little bit more mature in this one because in other games, like the, the, that same like weird quirky sense of humor is in his other games, but like also there's like scantily clad women and like close-ups on breasts. But I found in this game there was a lack of it, and I was actually kind of surprised. There was a few moments where I'm like. I know what you're doing here. You're panning around so that we see a very particular part of a, a woman's body. But I felt like it wasn't as in your faces in other Kojima games.
3: There was far less of it than usual. Yes, for sure. I think that the female characters were better than they usually are in Kojima games. Um, I just hopped back in to MGS5 and then basically right out the gate, he's like lying Quiet. in a hospital bed. And then a nurse leans over him and is like full blown thing of cleavage while he's like half dead in a hospital yeah i was like oh (laughs) that's right i'm back let's go (laughs) i remember this it's fine i love those games but yes you're right i think there was a lot less of that
0: yeah but but at the same time like some very tough uh material in this one uh the next section is around hartman who's a character who we've not really spoken about yet he's played by nicholas winding Uh, And essentially, he's a researcher that researches the Death Stranding, and he lives on a 21-minute cycle where he's alive for 21 minutes, and then he's dead for three minutes. Uh, I don't... Words. Words? Words.
2: It's one of those things where I feel like maybe a lot of people would have gone through this during one of the Death Strandings. Because, yeah, he had died, and then he had seen his child and his wife on the beach... But then was resuscitated and pulled back, and so he constantly stops his heart to go back just to spend time with them, I guess.
3: I think he's looking find for them. them. Try to find them. Him to look for yeah, them.
2: Yeah, try to find them. Yeah. Yeah. And it also allows him to kind of have the same kind of superpower as Fragile, where he can transport to a beach as long as he's like there's some sort of thing that can connect it. Or different. The way they they explain the be- the beaches at the very end of the game had me the most confused with how <laughs> they were able to find Sam at one point because yes. like Hartman's like yeah I saw him from this part of the beach. I'm like what where were you like, like I was the- running for like hours.
1: <laughs> I think the beaches are connected because the chiral network connected them to Amelie's in some way, something like that.
3: I don't know. No, remember. it
2: was it was like a baby and and uh, and a gun. There's always a baby oh, right that- <laughs> It was like so much, but yeah, with Hartman, it was, it kind of gave him an extra little superpower in a way to get to the beaches because not a lot of people could go to the beaches, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I I could see that as being, you're right, of being something that someone would experience where they physically saw their family walking away in a place and they're like, no, no, I know it's, there's a real place. Like there's a real afterlife because he saw it and he saw his family there as opposed to just being like, well, they're gone and I don't know what happens to them. Like, I don't know what happens in the afterlife. But like, no, in this world, like, they know you go to this place. So he's like, I, I need to find them because I know that they're there. Like, I know I could hypothetically find them.
2: He probably has the best time management skills. Oh, my God. To get <laughs> so research done within 20 minutes and then dies. <laughs> Maximum
3: yeah. efficiency. He is building yeah. all the zip lines.
1: Yeah,
0: literally. <laughs> His office is the, is my favorite location in the entire game. Yes. Because yes. it feels so lived in because he's got movies that are under 20 minutes. He's got his record player. He's got his like clay plasticized versions of BTs. And you get a lot of time in the game to explore. At one point, I think you are given the three minutes. So yeah. he's on a 21-minute yeah. timer. There's a huge exposition dump about the extin- extinctions and the, the the Big Bang and the five extinction events and how we're going towards a sixth one. Kojima just dumped everything in front of our face and there's a timer going in the le- bottom left-hand corner that's counting down 21 minutes. So for 21 minutes, you get exposition dumps. And then at the end, he's like, okay, I'm just gonna die for three minutes. So like, why don't you just chill? I'm gonna like sleep over here. You like like make yourself at home and i'll be back in three minutes dies and then comes back after you've explored his uh his uh inner sanctum if you will
3: yeah i used all three i was like i'm trying to look at everything i possibly can because you kind of have to you're stationary you have to just look around and zoom in on items and yep. you kind of have to zoom in on the right item to, for it to actually show um kind of like lore items mm-hmm. um so yeah no i was scanning furiously trying to find everything and he gives now, you likes. D- yes. <laughs> yes, he does. For each thing you find.
2: Now, did you guys get, I don't know if like everyone gets the scene anyway where he scratches the record I, player and he's like. I got like, it. Yeah. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I'm out. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> and he takes away your likes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. He's like, how dare you disrespect yeah. my record player. Yeah. Favorite And doesn't he like the, <laughs> like the camera? Yeah. yeah. Like he
0: breaks the fourth wall and he's like. Yes. Yeah.
3: There's a lot of fourth wall breaking in this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's like all the private room, yeah, private room stuff. Um, there's like the Monster Energy drinks. Oh, That God. are like you drink too many. Yeah. Oh, what happens if you drink too many uh, Monster Energy drinks? I know what happens if you drink too many uh, Timefall Porters. But did anyone oh, the, drink like too... the beer? I think it switches think... to the beer.
2: Yeah, at one point right. it switches to the beer. I I th- did I drink it all? And I know he sprays it at the camera and then he throws oh. it at you and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I he think like I watched a YouTube video, it, and then he sprays it. And mm.
1: I think I watched it's a YouTube gonna. video, and he like is actually drunk. Like he kind of stumbles oh, yes. back ah, to ah, the party. Yeah.
2: I played yeah. a lot of this at night while I was also drinking. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I feel like I was like, "Yeah, let's have a beer together, Sam." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd have to because stop stream and then like be like, Alright, ten PM, let's let's play Death Stranding for about two, three hours, and then it'd be like five hours later. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Crack a few beers with your with your pal Sam Porter Bridges. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like after you find out more about the beaches and the extinction events, you're kind of getting towards the end of the game, which is like confrontation with Higgs and then the last four hours, which is like mostly just lore and wrapping things up and figuring out that things may not have actually been what they seem.
2: Cliff was interesting. Yes. Oh, yeah, Matt's yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, Cliff. we haven't talked about Cliff, Cliff. yet. Yeah, he was interesting. And I don't know if you guys want the, it's a confirmed theory about him and Sam. Or like, yeah. no, I guess they do explain it like where he, yeah, he's just this, um this guy in one of your visions or the the big, oh, this what's it? mass cell or something or uh supercell supercell yes yeah because because your
3: bb is connected to him because as you're like each time you come out of your little private room you have like a little flashback to like a bb memory and that's how you yeah you meet cliff
2: you meet him and then you and then i found it kind of interesting where you finally get to meet him and you have to kill him yeah <laughs> and, but then he was because like he just kind of pops in and out of like those visions and then with going into the supercell so i liked at the end where you really get to understand his back story because it made a, a like he was kind of a villain but kind of not right so he
1: just wanted his bb back
2: which yeah. he didn't name him why he calls him bb sam
3: yeah. named him for god's sakes but, like, you never named this kid that you're like, this is my child, but you call him BB, the name that the government gave him as one of many. <laughs> he's dad. one of many, many BBs. It's just, it was very strange to me that he's like, I want my BB back. I'm like, well, you could have named him. I, I want my BB
2: back. BB literally. Back, BB back, BB back. <laughs> okay,
1: Jacob, you took that out of my, you literally just stole my joke. I'm not kidding. My hand is up and I'm ready to say, yeah. did anyone else think? I want my BB back, BB back, BB back, <laughs> BB back. Ribs, like literally every single time he said that.
3: I'm so glad this is after I'm done with the game because I would never think of anything else now. That's oh so no, fun. yeah, every single time it
2: it's, it's ruined. <laughs> yeah. BB back, BB back, BB
0: back. I want my BB back because bank. he's played by Matt Mickelson, who is like, I think besides Troy, like delivers the second best performance in this game just because he does his yeah. Hannibal thing, where he's like, I'm gonna be very stoic and make this face and my voice. And you'll like be everyone. En- engrossed. And in- I-, I was engrossed.
2: His intro scenes were my favorite, just like for his zombie crew to like, yes. rise out. And then he's in the middle and then they kind of do like a Sailor Moon formation. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> and he's in the it's middle so and, he, and he like pulls off his glasses. And I'm like, oh yeah, let's go, buddy.
1: <laughs> and like that happened That's so somebody. many times. Like even in the same scenario of like you're in world war one and it happens multiple times where he comes out of the 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 tar and does that and i'm like wait he's doing it again why am i seeing this again i'm not complaining but i (laughs) like super confused as to why it played so it's like in
3: different eras like war is in different eras because the first one is like world war one and then by the end he's like uh he's like modern and he has his um like yeah. a night vision goggle thing. And like, yeah, they've been oh, modernized. Yeah, yeah. That's neat. Yeah. Did you I know- didn't even think of that.
1: Oh yeah. Because it's, yeah, it's like um, the idea is World like
3: that. World War I, World War II, Vietnam or something like that. I yeah. Think. The th- yeah. The end he like clips down his, uh, little, yeah, little night vision goggle.
1: Cause the deal is that like people who die, mass ex- like where there's lots of maths death, their beaches become connected together. And so cliffs, because he was in a war, he wasn't in World War One. He wasn't in World War Two. He, he was in a like he just there's traumatic death, and those beaches all get merged together, and that's why you were being pulled to his beach. But his beach belongs to everyone who was in a war because they're all Ooh. linked together.
2: Mm-hmm. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. <sighs> this video game, is, <laughs> so
2: I could talk soldiers.
3: about it for a long time. There's a lot of stuff.
0: So there are the the three kind of. St- instances where you go and you you learn more about Matt's character um, Cliff. I remember uh, Clifford Cliff. Unger that like he was US special Forces he's got ties to die Hardman he um uh, is tied into like the BB project he may have died during like the BB project I Katie's laughing but like I, there's a lot that happens with Clifford Unger in this game that's how I usually
3: explain plots so it's fine
2: <laughs> yeah apparently the one easter egg that you can get with him is if you play death stranding on your birthday he oh. sings you the song there's a oh, scene that's that you so get. weird yeah that's why i was like is anyone's birthday coming up oh, like no. because because you play as sam right and basically that's your dad and so if you play on your birthday you get a scene where he sings to you the birthday Oh my oh, gosh! So he cool. gives you like
0: a happy birthday, Mister S- Mister Burned or uh, Mister <laughs> Happy birthday, Mister Smithers. Happy birthday, Mister <laughs> <laughs>
2: Smithers.
0: Old Simpsons references. Oh my god! Yeah, um, it'd probably be just in. as creepy, so it's fine. Yep. You know what my favorite part in this entire game is when what? it turns
3: into Shadow of the Colossus. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah! Okay. And at the end, when the the big giant walking guy. The, I the ran out of BT. ammo. <gasps> oh,
2: really? Well, they they give you ammo. Well, they? I had to look for it. It yeah. was like I wasn't prepared. And yeah. I it starts off, and I'm like, oh, I only have one gun. Oh no! <laughs> and I started shooting it, but then it phases into the the second phase, and I don't have anything left. And so I just started running around the area, and I ha- and I found another assault rifle. <laughs> I was oh like, my oh, gosh! Thank God! Yeah, because yeah, so I had you- to restart it and be like, can I just start from? the, the, the headquarters, uh, headquarters to get more, uh, like, uh, mm-hmm. weapons. And it wouldn't let me. It was right, like, oh, yeah, there's a giant thing right there. I got to shoot it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you want to set up that, that boss battle? So, like, you get to the West Coast and Higgs is a problem and you have to take out Higgs because he's got Amelie. Do you want to set up what happens there, Courtney? Because it is, it is so cool.
2: Uh, it's It's almost... It was the most... Okay, so when I defeated that boss, I was like, is this it? But it just the whole scene itself, where he has Amelie, and then he he transforms her right into this big monster thing that doesn't have a face. Instead, it's gold hands creepy. that are kind of yeah, just this creepy monstrosity of a thing. And it doesn't do a whole lot except walk towards you, and you're <laughs> and it, but you have to shoot at it. But you have to shoot at different parts of it because Higgs is controlling it and appears in different parts of the body and kind of taunts you a little bit. And it's just like attack on Titan PTSD for me. (laughs) Yeah. That's all I could think of too.
3: (laughs) Yeah. It kind of has Amelie uh, like strapped to the heart of this giant monster. So you're kind of trying to not shoot Amelie and trying to shoot like the other weak points. (laughs) At one point actually, and they were like, I forget what it said. Some, either Amelie cried out or something someone commented that I shot I was like oh I probably shouldn't do that but it's like the biggest <sighs> weak point it was right there I'm like oh I guess I'll find, I'll find other spots um, but this
0: thing's
1: enormous
0: it's it very very large enormous yeah
1: I felt and like it was the, the final bar. where there's a huge thing I thought it was like the final boss. I thought this was, I I went into it thinking like, oh, this is the end. And I was wrong, but I was like, I was actually glad it wasn't the end because I was like, this is kind of disappointing for a final boss. I felt like I was kind of just running around at its feet, shooting where I could. And I know Jacob says that personal. Yeah. Jacob says final bosses are difficult, but like I, I would say this one is not, if this was the final boss, I would not have been impressed.
3: It was impressive, but not, personal feeling like no. not like emotionally grounded no, at all not at all but it was very large and impressive yeah Yep.
0: it was technically impressive that yes. like it was enormous and it was literally like 25 feet larger th- or 25 times your size and you're just shooting at it and you defeat it higgs transports you to his beach yes and then you have like <laughs> a fight where you throw suitcases at him love Is that it. the I shot Love it. A,
2: oh, it did, no, I punched him. I didn't yeah. throw yeah. suitcases because yeah, there was lost luggage, but it sets like like he just creates this monstrosity and then and then he brings it to his beach and he's like, let's duke it out. Mm-hmm. You're like, let's I, go.
1: I punched him with luggage. Like I would grab a luggage oh, and then hit him well, over the face with the luggage. It, yeah. yeah, you could. Oh, I didn't realize job. you could throw it, but I would just like grab the luggage and like smack him in the face with it.
3: I tried to throw luggage at him like three times and it went nowhere near him, like a 90 degree angle away from him. And I'm like, never mind. I'll just run up with the strand, which is like the original weapon, which is also, again, Kojima and his metaphors. You're coming at him with your strand. That's like the connector and you have to and i was like parrying with the strand and then punching and kicking him
0: nice. i never used the strand not really?
2: once no, neither did i i never peed either which now i feel bad for <laughs> I <safe>. never. <laughs> <laughs> the whole journey just never letting him go to the washroom except yeah. in a private area <laughs> I okay st- at least you let him go yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> i used the strand in mule camps when i was stealthily wrapping them up like to yeah, like, like so at the i very would beginning. hide yeah, I would hide and then if one got I would sneak up to one, hold my breath and like you'd be able to like incapacitate one and then I'd kind of like run back to the uh the the grass areas.
3: So at the that Higgs battle, I felt like this cuz I had used the strand before, but I felt like it was my only option cuz every time I ran up to him without parrying, he would just like dodge or kick me back or block it so i thought i had to use the strand so how did you guys end up hitting him i
2: think i just ran ran around at him yeah i just i i would see his um his cupid but don't you not have a gun I thought you didn't have a gun
3: on the beach. No, and that,
0: in that section, Maybe I thought I did that punch you him. had to, like, <laughs> grab luggage and, like, throw luggage at him. And then he'd go, Ugh, And then you'd have to, like, oh, see, I over just and missed, punch him. So I had to
3: use strand because I'm a terrible luggage thrower. I just apparently. ran
1: around until I was able to get an opening to punch him. Like, he, w- I would kind of, yeah. like, he would shoot the gun. His gun, because he had a gun. He yeah, would shoot yeah, a yes. gun. Oh, yeah, and okay, then, yes. Yes. So then he would shoot a gun. And then, like, when I knew, like, okay, he's done shooting, I can run up. Like, you know what I mean? There was, like... Yeah,
2: I would... Like, there was enough stuff in the way that you could run behind, and then I would run around, and then I would Superman punch him in the face. I also, like, like stood get, by, like,
1: like, the Cryptobite things and just, like, yeah. get shot a bunch, eat a bunch of Kryptobites, run up to him and punch him in the face.
2: Yeah. <laughs> See, I gave
3: Kojima too much credit, because I thought it was, like, super, like, metaphorical and that you had to use, like, the connector strand in order to beat Hags, but apparently not. But I thought for sure, I was like, I don't see how else I can beat him. So I have to use this thing that I thought was a symbol.
0: (laughs) Well, there was a line at one point where like, I I think the game encouraged you to to use the strand. I think that's not Mm -hmm. something that is, I think the game says it. So, or maybe, maybe Sam says it or maybe Higgs says it, but I do remember hearing something about the strand because I just played that, that section like two days ago. So it's, it's fresh in my memory. Okay. I was in so, um, like, just but- kill mode.
2: Was <laughs> <Is> that before <laughs> or
3: after it turned into, like, a fighter?
2: Oh, uh, I love that part. That's the end yeah, of Yeah, this it. was before.
3: Yeah, so, the, yeah, you have this whole battle, and then at the end, once you've, like, done enough damage to him, then it turns into you're just standing in front of each other, like a combination of, like, Mortal Kombat and Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Fight night. Where you're ju- yes, <laughs> yeah, fight yeah. night, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're just throwing punches as quickly as you can and you're just beating up and there's actually like health bars at the top with your little name on it and yes. it's all it's just it's a callback to like and he does it multiple times throughout the game and all of his games honestly where he breaks yeah. the fourth wall and basically labels this as a game even right. like earlier in the game Higgs says something about like oh this is the true game over and he says it again during yeah. that final battle and like I don't know. I feel like he said something about like a last life or something, but multiple like video game references where he basically says this is a game and then they just leap into where it is a video game where you're just punching each other and watching each other's like life bar go down.
0: And then once that happens, it's then where it's a lore dump for like three hours, right?
3: pretty much. It's
0: like, hey, we're yeah. going to tell you the yeah. rest of the story for the next 3 hours and most of it's cutscenes, so buckle up because Kojima's I remember playing Metal Gear Solid 4 back in the day and like the last cutscene is literally 2 hours and I'm like, god, it's still going and this game yeah. is like that but longer. Yeah.
2: And then and they're GS like two. and you got to walk back all the way back.
0: <laughs> all the yeah. way. Yeah. America, yeah. <laughs> walk well, walk back across America. Enjoy. You need to be back here. Help us out.
1: Beautiful zip lines made it made me back there real fast.
2: Yeah, see, I didn't do that. I walk. I walked the majority of it, or uh, just rode my motorcycle. Yeah. Just, or rode the trike.
0: I don't know how to how to do this. Like, how to how do we just like dump the rest of the story? Because that's what happens in this. It's like you run across America. And that's when the rest of the story just dumps out in front of you. Yeah, fragile. And I can't don't even know you. if I know it all.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fragile can't help you because she used her ability to transport everyone but you. Yeah. Back, and then she's like, "I'm too tired." <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> but she's in this critical condition, so you have to go back to finish like the last little bit. And and I I I don't know. I didn't mind going all the way back when yeah. I read that I had to walk all the way back. I was kind of. Really peeved about it. No, I liked it. I
1: felt like it was like a good like. Now I've completed the trip all the way here. I if I didn't go all the way back, it would feel incomplete. Like if I was teleported back all the way, like I felt like it was. I mean, it was symbolic. And then also, you there was a lot of moments where you would then get like nice peaceful vistas with like low roar playing in the background along the way, and it's just like you got to kind of see your like everything that you did the entire way through. It's kind of like giving you that final like once over. This is everything that you did all the way to get here. It it, it actually like was really effective for me.
2: Yep. Yeah. The music I, made it so good.
0: <laughs> the soundtrack. The soundtrack. Yeah. Oh my god.
1: I so, I love Favorite that. song
0: from the soundtrack.
1: I don't know the names. I
0: don't know I don't know either hum it for
3: us I feel, uh, oh i don't know there's so many <laughs> honestly they kind of blend together yeah I, in a do. really good familiar. way in a way that i like like they're all very um similar thematically and just mm-hmm. and sonically and it just sounds really good like i literally today this afternoon i sat in my backyard and played the soundtrack like the music from the game because there's two actually there's like music from the game and then there's music made for the game um yep. and i've they were on apple music i'm sure they're on spotify too but uh, i played music from the game and was just like sitting in my backyard doing whatever and just listening to this beautiful soundtrack yeah it's gorgeous it's kind of like uh it's like a little like bonnie bear with like a little bit of alt j like it's kind of like that soft calm but like just aesthetically interesting music that i really enjoyed the entire time
2: yeah, it went along with the atmosphere and just mm-hmm. the landscape too. Like when you would come up, o- like come over like a big mountain and then you just see this vastness of, and then in the distance where you're supposed to be going and the music starts playing and you're like, no mules now. Literally, yeah. Like it's, <laughs> no that's BT's your home no free. Yeah, yeah, you're like, this is my
1: home free. I'm like, oh my God, I made it. Like, I, I don't yeah. care if I still have to walk the rest of the way. I am safe now because yeah, the music comforting. kicked in.
0: Yeah, it was uh, there's actually three albums from this song because of co- uh, this this game because of course there is there's Death Stranding songs from the video game which features a lot of music from Low Roar and mm-hmm. some other artists too then there's this, the official soundtrack Katie that you mentioned by that's Ludwig Forsell and then there's also like an EP called um, uh, Death Stranding Timefall which yeah. features tracks from churches yes. from Khalid I think I was talking um, about the Timefall one
2: yes yeah that one comes and it was very with the Collectors. Bizarre. Oh, does it? Yeah, the Special Edition and the Collectors, it both comes with the soundtracks for those.
1: So jealous. And it's
2: weird to hear, like, Khalid
0: or um, Alan Walker, like, on in, in the game. Like, especially when you're running by structures and they're playing, like, Khalid music. I'm like, what is, what is going on here? Is Kojima popular now? Is
3: Kojima pop culture now? I, <laughs> I think in a niche group he is. There's like a niche group of people who are like, oh yeah, I'll be in that game. Kojima is making a new game. I want my music to be in that game because it's just like, it's a weird, weird niche pop culture thing that's like yeah. cool within a certain group of people. I just
0: pictured Jeff Keeley getting on the phone with churches being like, <laughs> hey, there's a new video game by my friend Hideo that you really need to be a part of. Yeah, man. But I digress. Um, the dump of story involves Amelie... Die Hardman, BBs, um, Clifford Unger. It involves everybody. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't even honestly know where to start with it.
1: Do you want me to try? Go yeah, please. It. Okay. Please. So, Amelie, who is Sam's sister, technically, whatever, like, was called her sister the entire time. Um, she is essentially what is called an, uh, an extinction entity. So... Amelie is, Amelie was Bridget Strand and essentially early on in her life, her ha and her ka were separated and Bridget was her original body and that continued to age and Amelie was her spirit that essentially lived on the beach. And in the end, everyone found out that like no one's actually ever seen Amelie. She, no one's seen her in real life. They've only ever experienced her through holograms turns out she actually is only on the beach and um, Sam has interacted with her because she was on Sam's beach at a, at certain points in time so it turns out that she's actually this extinction entity that is supposed to bring about the end of the world essentially and there's been previous you know um, extinction entities in the past there's been at least five and she um so oh my gosh this is more difficult than I thought um <laughs> she <laughs> She, Travis, you're really good at it. I remember doing when you great. explained
0: to me the, the plot of Annihilation before the movie came out when you read the book, and I was like, ooh, this sounds amazing, so keep
1: going. Okay, okay. So Amelie um they had the BB program ascent. So I'm gonna spoil it all if I can. Um Amelie's going to uh they had the BB program. Essentially, Clifford Unger um, BB, who um like his wife was dead, his he was his child was the first BB. Um, he's trying to escape with the BB, and you find this all out in a very, very long post-game cutscene. Um, and uh, what ends up happening is uh, he's trying to escape, but they shoot him down. And Bridget Strand was the one who shot him down to try to stop him from escaping because they can't. He can't leave with the BB. She ends up actually killing the BB. Um, she goes to the beach and finds the BB and resuscitates him. And brings him back to life. In effect, that started progressing the death stranding even more so. And um, because of that, she was like, well, there's nothing I can do now. Might as well just get this extinction over with. So she tricked Sam kind of into connecting the chiral network across America so that there was... Oh, my God. So there was. <laughs> it's so hard. There's um so much. Yeah, she tries to. Con- he's got. It. He was tricked into connecting the chiral network across America so that um, it would pretty much like the chiral forces in the air, in, in like the world would be so powerful that it would just bring about the rest, the extinction. Because she was at and a point isn't it where. That that that's it, it
0: connects everyone's
1: beaches yes. to
0: bridget strand aka amelie aka yes. whatever the heck or other sobriques are yes. connects their beaches to her beach and her which beach makes is her more powerful
1: exactly and her beach yeah. is on its way to being destroyed and because everyone's beaches is connected to hers it will then bring about everyone dying and uh yeah i think that's pretty much the setup for the ending there oh my god
3: <laughs> good job. Ooh, man good job.
0: Oy, oy, oy. You did it. Uh I think that covered almost everything.
1: Yeah. So essentially you, so the final confrontation between Sam and Amelie is
0: a hug. Is a hug.
1: Yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm sorry. So okay, so you have this long talk with Amelie where she basically is like um yeah, I'm going to do this thing like I'm I'm bringing this about and you do what you want whatever you think is right and it's like and you have a gun and she, i think she alludes to basically you can kill me if you want yeah and then she starts walking yeah. away did, what did anyone else through? try to shoot her because i tried oh. to shoot her right in the head no nope. <laughs> i
1: emptied the clip i like yes I, I,
3: I, boom boom boom, then, boom 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 like nothing which and then it just takes that away like you do it and then she nothing happens and then she turns around and it's like you didn't even try to do it yeah. like it it's like it didn't even happen and i was like why would you even give me the choice if you're going to pretend that that choice never even happened yeah like if if you want your end game to be the same regardless but you could still make it matter somehow or mention it in some way that i tried to do that thing but it's like nothing happened we're just moving along with the story but you gave me the choice why Why? Why even give me the choice
0: a gun won't help here, but it still has a role to play.
3: Okay, but I know. So, But then don't yeah, pretend I, I didn't try to shoot you in the head. I tried to shoot you in the head.
1: <laughs> I totally agree. The dialogue and everything really made it seem like you, as the like, player, had a choice. Like, like this she was choice saying, matters. Yeah, like, she was this saying, a big Sam right has now. a choice, essentially. But, like, yes. it felt like I had a choice. And so I was like, do I let her walk off? I thought, like, literally, like, it would, if she walked off into the explosion, boom, end of game, everyone died. Yeah. Or so, yeah. if I kill her now then boom crisis averted but yeah. there wasn't even any kind of I tried to sh- I was like I sat there and I was like do I shoot her do I shoot her do I shoot her and I shot her and then nothing happened And I was like oh okay that kind of like took yeah. the wind out of like the decision making sale I was like oh I guess that was the wrong choice but then I, there wasn't any consequence for me no. doing that either. I so, had a lot
3: of, like, I agonized. I was like, I, I, I'm going to shoot her, like, right? But then I was like, is there something else that I can do that I can think of that, that this gun can play a different role in some way? And I couldn't think of it. anything. So I tried yeah, to shoot her. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: just, chuck just it at her? launch
3: it at her head. Just like, uh, <laughs> pistol, <laughs> just pistol whip her. That'll do yeah. the job. <laughs> but no. So I was like, oh, I guess that didn't matter. I guess I didn't need to think about that decision at all. Yeah. Nothing happened. Yeah.
1: Agreed.
2: I read that if you did shoot her that it would bring you back to um like the start screen or something like that. I nope. didn't have that. Not to nope. me. Yeah, I was, shot her so I think what happens times. is
0: like the world ex- explodes I guess and it it just tells you to like to Not to log back in, but it essentially just gives you the like, hey, why don't you try again? And it just like brings you back to like 10 seconds before that when you have the gun with six rounds in it. That is Die Hardman's gun. That is also important for some other reason because it was the the gun gun that that shot Clifford Unger. Yeah. Yeah, But I definitely shot
3: her. Like I didn't miss. I shot (laughs) her. So what it like, the hell?
1: It like like blurred kind of through yes. her. Yes, like yeah. you could
3: tell that I hit her because it maybe, maybe they like patched it. Maybe they changed it since then. Probably
1: what it is is that if you don't do anything, the world ends, and then you get that zip back to like the well, ten what seconds before.
2: Because you guys, do? Cause you guys- I, I shot her. I I didn't. I was like, I have yet to kill a human being. I'm not going <laughs> to do it now. <laughs> so I, I, I will just, not lower myself. I, yeah, I just on so a how did you know what, day, what to do? just stood oh. there watching her. And then she kept walking. And then
0: walking. I R2 to hug.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I ran to her and then I was like, sister, and gave her <laughs> a big <stripping> hug. <laughs> it's like siblings reunite. Sister mom.
0: <laughs> I, I'm sister like, mom of course yeah. this game by Hideo Kojima ends with R2 to hug. Of yeah. course it does. <laughs> wow. I want more games that end with R2 to hug. Yep. Damn it.
1: Wonderful.
3: Right. That's fair.
1: So you hug and then... She decides to oh, not... So, okay, she decides, you hug and she decides to postpone the annihilation of the world as long as she can. She disconnects her beaches from, from, the, from the network. She is going to be alone for the rest of her life. She cannot enter anyone's beach. She cannot do anything. She has to be by herself and postpone. It could be t- 10 months. It could be 10,000 years. It doesn't really matter. She's just going to try, give us time to try to live a life. And um, so then Sam gets... Uh, Sam is... I don't know. He ends up getting out Does of he the become beach. become
0: a member of the he's Blue Man group the... at this point? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah,
2: because... Yes. Because he's yes. trapped on the beach after that, and you just kind of... Yeah, he's
0: trapped around. on his beach. Why around.
3: was he
2: blue? Why was he
3: blue? I don't know. Was he
1: trapped on his beach? Yeah. Like, it was his beach, and he's there i don't know you'll
2: have to ask cadeo i don't know yeah man. so they or pull empty, him out or just like not meant to be there maybe
1: yeah,
0: yeah I, don't I don't know because we know that that sam at that point is the child of no clifford you don't. unger you don't not know yet. at that point no not that okay no. not yet so Amelie, like, dumps on you and says, like, I'm my ha and my car are separate. Yeah. I'm two people. And she's like, the credits are rolling yep. and you are running on this empty beach. And she, every once in a while, you fall over and then she walks around you and just, like, lore dumps for 20 minutes. Where yes. she's like, all the things Travis said and just lore dumps on you for probably
3: an hour, yeah, right? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I again, I... I enjoyed this game. I played this game for 89 hours. <laughs> but I have critiques. I still have critiques. So yeah. how how is it that, again, I played it for that long, and you couldn't intersperse this lore throughout the game? And this is a thing that Hideo, he always does it. Like all MGS2, there's like two hours at the end where he just spouts off about these... Um, Solidus Snake and the President of the United States, yes. and let's
0: fight on the White House. And we're going to talk about
3: war and what war means, and ba ba ba. And I, I'm like, you couldn't have spread this out throughout the game
2: but to make me care a little bit more. Yeah, yes, I guess.
3: Don't, but no, but the reveal isn't that great. It's not like you're like, oh my god. You're just like, oh okay. I don't. I guess it and wasn't shocking that she was. It's so much at guy. once yeah. that it just kind of blows over your brain. Whereas if you had given these little tidbits throughout the game, I feel like it would this whole thing would have been more effective, right? Yes, that's how yeah. I feel. The end. <laughs> the no, end No, and, and
0: then like you find out that your that you were the first BB. Is yes. that is that accurate? So yeah, that, like, first BB Sam to Porter Brid- grow yeah. or
2: something, right? Because they they're not supposed to age or they're not supposed to grow up, and he was the first one. That did that, I think, because Amelia or slash Bridget brought him from the, or went to the beach and brought him back to life and stuff. Right. So he was able to grow and learn and yeah, be and a then, human and, being. And, yeah, Bridget <laughs> and raised him. And that's why him. he can repatriate too, right? Because yes, he came yes.
0: from a beach and was a BB. Yeah.
3: But it feels like that now his BB seems to be growing too. I think. yes. Right. Did they I, allude to that's that? That's
0: a thread we haven't even talked
3: about. Yeah. Well, because uh, Oh my god.
2: It was, go like, ahead. also, well, with him, like, getting his like getting Lou back, because they kind of briefly go into his backstory about how his wife and his child had died, and right. his child's name was Lou, so I feel like that there was, like, this big connection, and then at the very end, when you're supposed to burn Lou.
1: <laughs> right, because <laughs> it's equipment like, that rude. is faulty.
2: Yes, well, that was at the beginning, it was faulty, and then this one, they're like, you have to destroy this. Oh, right, this. yeah, Lou is dead, we or could, whatever. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah and then, uh, which... A part of me thinks that Sam dies in the very end. I don't know if you guys got oh, that feel because Ooh. because I only mention this because he has that flashback right before he's about to put Lou on the incinerator, and he remembers Dead Man saying, "I took your uh, cuffs offline, so you basically can just disappear." Right. And, oh. um, and I then, took so, that as him running then, away. Yeah, but somehow BB is alive again. And Sam walks out without a hood on or anything into the rain.
1: Oh, oh. I took that I took that oh. As, oh. as he, as Amelie ended up diverting the thing and things were going back to normal. Like she ended up postponing the apocalypse. So the time oh. fall and everything kind of went away. That's
3: how That's, I read it. Yeah.
2: That's interesting I just told, too. Yeah, I just took him like being in the ring and then he wasn't aging and I was like, Are you dead? <laughs> like <laughs> like, like he, every I, time I, I play these games, I'm like, Am I okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he
3: relinquished his like hold This is getting super super Meta. weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh like his whole like his placement in the world and like like gave it up to BB? Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Right. I I took that as like Man runs away because that's what men do. They just
1: run <laughs> He's away. He's wanted to
3: be alone this with a, entire with child. game.
1: He has not wanted to do anything. Like he has not wanted to do anything. He was told to do in this entire game. Like this entire game, he didn't. He. It's. It was kind of weird because at the end, when like you finally make it back to help fragile and you see the group and everything like that. They're all like, oh, Sam, we're so excited to see you. And he does not care about them at all. Like, literally, like, Lochna runs up to him, tries to hug him, and he, like, just nonchalantly, like, shoves her off and then just, like, pretends that she wasn't even there and they continue the conversation. It was so awkward, but, like, he just does not... Like, it was weird because there was a sudden twist of, like, he's like, oh, you all mean so much to me and I'm going to do this and blah, blah, blah. But I felt like... It was almost unearned because Sam didn't express until the very end that he felt connected to these people. Everyone was telling him he was connecting people, but he didn't act like he was connected to people.
3: Yeah. Uh, I I, dis- I feel like he acted like a little bit. Like when he would see Fragile, he would be like, oh, hey, like you could tell that he cared about her well-being.
1: Yeah. But not anyone else.
3: No, no. All the other ones were just like people that he met along the way. Yeah. Um. Also, I the whole, um, backstory with his wife who was pregnant or, or, or was he already born? I don't remember, but that she died and therefore that's how he lost the person he cared about. And therefore he like isolated himself from everybody. I felt like I didn't need it. Like I felt like it was a cheap way for us to try and make us Connect care about Sam. Yes. Yeah. It was just like yeah. the easiest way. It was like, well, his, uh, his wife and baby died. So that's I why, bad. like it was, had yeah. like, it yeah. was like the easy route to try and get me there. And I didn't, I didn't really like it. Right.
2: Uh, to touch on fragile. I feel, I, I almost wanted there to be somewhat of a romance because me too. he didn't like touching. And she was like, I have to touch you in order to, you know, transport you. But I liked at the end when Amelie's there and she just looks at Fragile. She's like, you're done here. And I'm like,
1: yeah. Oh, oh yeah. What? There was some jealousy <laughs> sass There's
0: there. Like, oh, my gosh.
2: You know, putting those like, oh, girl. <laughs> like, you girl, my like, brother girl. vibes. mom. Yeah, Her
3: mama, yeah. Like, yeah like, No, no, my son.
2: Really? Yeah. It's yeah. Son. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're family mama. vibes, man. Yeah.
3: Oh,
1: yeah. It was funny <laughs> Show, like, because... Throw
2: throwing the shade.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, because Fragile's, like, helped you this entire way, and then you're yeah. just going to, like, oh, bye, Fragile. Here's Amelie, who I really wanted the entire time. There was a lot of stuff going on there.
3: I like that yeah. it wasn't romantic, and that it was just, like, a, a bond. Yeah, but it was... I thought it was more interesting oh, than if yeah, it was oh, just definitely. romantic.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I yeah. find more it's way more interesting than just making it a romance for sure yeah having what they had but i did like there was just a little bit of a like we could have been together she wanted him to work with him and stuff like that like i wanted that to happen but can't they just raise lou together like come on give me my (laughs) happy family yeah you know
0: here's the thing that didn't pay off for me that I was maybe a little disappointed with, and it was related to Die Hardman. Like, I felt the whole time, mm-hmm. like, uh, I remember the shower scene between... Um, oh, yeah. Between Deadman and yes. uh, Sam, where, like, Steamy. they have this very intimate clothe shower where they have to talk in the shower because it's the only place they aren't monitored. And during the whole game, you get the vibe that, like, I thought Die Hardman was going to be, like, the ultimate bad guy. Right. That, like, he's the bad guy we're setting up to be, that he is yeah. the one that's going to cause all the problem. blah, blah, blah. He actually is just like a puppet. He's he's not a puppet like Higgs is a puppet to Amelie because Amelie was controlling Higgs. His story did not pay off at all. In that, he gets like a crime yeah, he, he killed he killed Cliff Unger, I guess, but it wasn't really him because Amelie held the gun, held his arm up to shoot Cliff Unger and the first BB, and even at the end when like cliff no when sorry when die hardman and when sam porter bridges are having like their their dialogue about like you lied to me like blah 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 he's like on his knees and he's like down looking at the ground and he's crying and i still just the performance was was great it was like straight out of theater but like i just the character didn't pay off for me yeah and that was my biggest disappointment was the die hardman thread just not paying off yeah
1: i i would agree
2: Yeah, I didn't really care for him. Yeah. He was was annoying. He kept calling me. Like, leave me alone, bro. I'm trying to deliver yeah. stuff. Like, Sam. Like, no more, please. <laughs> <laughs> Can I skip this? <laughs> Can't you see I'm halfway
3: to South Knot City and there's mules after me and leave me alone. Yeah. yeah. He's <laughs> like, Sam. Tell yeah, not, you not a really good.
2: Performance. That's a really good impression. I like that <laughs> Sam. a lot. I Sam. thought Tommy
0: Earl Jenkins was fantastic. I just think, like, writing-wise, didn't pay off for me. Right. There was a lot of writing that I didn't
3: like. Um, honestly, So much writing. I didn't care about... Anyone really, I liked Fragile, I liked Sam, but I didn't care. The only thing that got an emotional reaction from me was during gameplay the first time that Sam calls BB Lou because right. it wasn't for me, it wasn't in a cutscene. I assume everyone, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't in a cutscene. Yeah. He just randomly says it, and I'm like, oh my god, he named him Lou, right. and it, like that got me right in the heartstrings, and that was about it. But that really, it was just a moment, and I liked that they did it, again, in gameplay, and they didn't really call it out. Like, they didn't make it obvious. No, they did no. It was just, like, a thing. He was like, how you doing, Lou? And I was like, oh, he's talking to BB. Oh, my God. It was, like, a little secret thing that you saw, you know?
2: Yeah, I don't think we touched upon this previous, but how was playing it with, because you had to take care of Lou, Oh, oh as yeah. Well, when you were playing and when the BTs would show up and he'd start crying, I'm just, i would try and find a safe spot and be like, "Okay, BB, like, calm down, calm <laughs> get down. it together,
3: man." <laughs> yeah, and
2: he'd be crying, and then he—and then at times he would get like blow little like heart bubbles, and then one time I did it so much he started dancing. Oh yeah. To sort of give me like oh. the thumbs, thumbs up, up. And stuff, yep, and it totally. was—I love those I loved moments it. where I would just like you know, and and my boyfriend's like, shake it like you shake it too much which i was like okay and it turns red and he's suddenly like really scared and i'm like i'm so sorry, i shook felt him too so hard. bad oh yeah he had oh, shaken yeah. yeah. baby syndrome he just kind of like you know oh it was and it turns red because and then the controller turns the color too but that yeah. I, I like and that the part oh, yeah, voice
0: too. comes out of the controller yeah. Yeah. i
2: turn yes. that off right away oh my I was god like, oh, no. <laughs> no. definitely not Demon child,
3: yeah. oh my God. I don't want to hear this from my from right in front of me. Mm.
1: No, yeah, all of my paternal instincts were like firing on all cylinders. I was like, oh, baby fever, here we go. Like, Aww. just gonna rock my Aww. controller back and forth. Gonna pretend this is a baby, nice and gentle, Lou.
2: You could like whistle to him. Yeah, I yeah. I like those moments, like just sitting down and like like just hanging out with Lou, mm-hmm. or agree. the ones where you would you would kind of check on him in the private room, and yeah. Dead Man's Face would be. Yeah. Like, this <laughs> oh, terrifying.
1: He manhandled BB or Lou way too much. He's like, oh, this is equipment yes. and he's shaking BB oh, around. I and I am like, like, stop, stop it, Bibi. stop
2: it, stop it, please. You're like, Give him back. <laughs> Take <laughs> your hands you off him.
3: I know, right? Yeah, you're not his father. What are you doing? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm his I miss real a, dad.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> can I bring in a question from the audience about Death Stranding? Again, this comes from serious business. Uh, Maria Hicken on Twitter says, "What surprised you the most, either good or bad, during your time with Death Stranding?" Hmm. I guess I'll start and just say like on a PS4 Pro this despite what you said in the last episode, Katie, I think this game The cutscenes are just like next level. Like they they looked like on PS4 Pro like it was a television show. Like I could not believe it. And now I want to go back and like play Horizon Zero Dawn because it's on the same engine. And I just want to know if it looks the same because it looked incredible.
3: I agree that it looked incredible. I just thought the the facial Facial animation animation was not expressive enough for my taste. But I agree. It looked amazing. Go ahead, Court.
2: Um, I one of my I feel like the most surprising thing for me was I didn't mind traveling and walking around and and delivering things because every I feel like that was one thing that everyone said they're like oh you just walk around delivering things but there was <laughs> so much more you can do and different things you can customize to make the like it easier or again planning the route was really great and I didn't mind like seeing the route and and just be like okay I'm walking this far. This is going to be a huge journey, and it just was so much fun, and I I feel like a lot of people don't feel that way, but I loved it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I hard agree. Like, I would say I that's the part that I liked the most, and I mentioned it before, that like the whole planning your route and everything like that, but I think this game does a really good job of giving you that hiking feel. Like if you go for hikes and let's say, you know, it's like there's a little bit of terrain and you're walking over things. You're... When I go for hikes, sometimes I kind of get into the zone of like, I'm looking for where my foot is going to go next. And I'm looking for where I'm going to step. Oh, I'm going to go here. It's kind of like a little game, right? And um, I felt like this game did a really good job of feeling that, where I'm walking through this mountainous terrain and I'm looking for where my path is going to go. I'm constantly like hitting the scanner to kind of give me a sense of where I'm, I I should go. But, um, that, that was the part that I liked the most, even though it was slow and it was meticulous and it was, you know, you're trugging along. I liked that a lot. And I was like, Oh, I could perfectly put a ladder here. I could, you know, here's a spot where I want to build this because it it just works in where my brain is, is going. And maybe that's where you had problems, Jacob, because like those gameplay videos, you're just bolting it. And, like, running straight <laughs> yeah. through, like, everything. And I'm like, no, you got to, like, take it one step at a time. Look for where you can step, where you can't step. Like, and so I felt like, I mean, almost every delivery I did, I got, like, an S rating, which I was, I didn't fall yeah. nearly any time, I don't think. But I also took it very slow. I don't think I hardly ever ran other than trying to get away from, like, the big BTs. Like, that's literally the only time I think I I ever really ran.
2: Or the bomb order too, where you had yes. the time span and I was I had the, the speed skeleton and yep. powered by yep. power oh, yeah. walked my way. There. Oh yeah, I like
1: sped through like <laughs> on foot with um on the roads as much as I could in that one. Like just like like booking it, right? And those were the only times I really like sped up other than like when I was doing long things with like motorcycles and whatever. But uh yeah, no that I I really like that aspect of it too. So
3: I totally agree with everything you just said, Travis. <laughs> Um, But uh, so so something that surprised me. I don't think that anything about how I felt surprised me. I kind of I felt kind of how I thought I would. But um, the way that certain things in the game just surprised me. Like um, the way that just the BTs act or the way that Um, the camera shifts when it's pulling you through and you're getting splatters on you. And the way that you have, like, all these black handprints all over you afterwards, after you, like, get away. Or um, when the first giant, like, lion-looking BT jumps out, um, I found myself surprised by what was happening. Right. Like, and I like that. Like, anytime something's happening, I'm like, oh, I've never seen this before. Like, this is a new thing that I have not seen that... I'm like, what else is going to happen? Like when I get to this next part of the game, what crazy thing is going to happen? So I found myself surprised throughout the game and I enjoyed it a lot.
1: It's like that attention to detail. Like like you said, the handprints on him mm-hmm. and like all these little tiny things that you're like, this really feels interconnected. Like mm-hmm. everything has been thought out. Even like people look at this thing and they're like, this game is nonsensical. Like story-wise, it's nonsensical. But really it, it does make a lot of sense. Like on, if you kind of take a step back, like the story isn't that complicated. Um, and, but every detail seems to be so like cared for, you know?
3: And some things even make sense, even though they don't make sense. Right. Like some things like his, (laughs) No, it's true. Like the, the stupid, the chiral crystals coming out of the ground and their hands, they are like little, um, sculptural hands made out of chiral crystals. And, Chirality is, you know, when two things that are, if they're mirror image, they don't match up. Like they're, you know, which are your hands. That's like a perfect example of chiral, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's like shows up in chemistry and like things that are chiral are mirror images, but they don't match up if you lay them over top of each other. And they're hands. So a perfect example of chiral things are hands. So the crystals are, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, it doesn't at all, (laughs) but you're like, oh, it, it it at least connects to each other. Like he tried to do something that connects and like, I don't know. And like, you could, you could go down the mountain and like roll that thing down the hill and like, this leads to this and this leads to this. Again, it doesn't make sense, but it kind of does. It connects. So I appreciate that.
2: Didn't those like the, the hands that pop out of the ground where you could, you know, grab them and stuff. Wasn't that when you kill bts that or they like just they... popped up
3: on their own sometimes like if it was yeah. raining a lot if like chiral matter if like because you know the rain were, was like part chiral matter or whatever
1: they were a good yeah. indicator of bts coming yes.
3: up if there was a lot of
0: them yes yeah uh, i uh was watching uh part of um jeff Keeley did like an hour special about death stranding it's on youtube and he interviewed all the cast and then kojima and one thing that I that like struck me when I watched it was that I think for years what Norman Reedus said is that Hideo Kojima didn't write anything down. He's like all the story is in here for like the first year it was all in his head and he didn't write anything down. And I think that that works and doesn't because like if you have one person crafting a story, they know exactly where everything's going. And exactly every single piece of it, but at the same time, if they aren't bringing an external perspective, maybe some of it doesn't make sense. This is such a such a fantastic thing that I am so happy that exists mm-hmm. but it is it is a hundred percent not for everyone oh for
3: absolutely sure. yeah. you're right when there's no one else to look at your work there's no one to critique it and to like point out the places where you kind of meandered off. Or places where you could have improved. But you're right. Then it gives has its own characteristic of being completely unique and like not yeah. having um kind of oversight to be like, no, this is where you went weird. No, it's okay that he went weird. Like mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah. It's fine. And in
0: that same interview, Troy Baker was like, Yeah, he gave me an idea of what the character was, but then he just kinda let me run with it. And that's amazing because everyone brought their full selves and kind of put their souls into it. But maybe it it made it feel disjointed. I I don't know. But I guess I want to ask you guys one question to kind of wrap this whole conversation up. And it comes from At Matter of Michael, who used to host the Games Gone podcast. Um, He asks, I've wanted to play Death Stranding, and I've also lost interest in starting it with my backlog catastrophe. My question is pretty simple. Is it worth playing through to the end? Yes. Go ahead, Court. <laughs> for,
2: you to, for you to fully understand everything, I guess, you would have... like Because there would be no good time to stop playing it and be like, yeah, I get it, whatever, because that's what I initially had done was I played through it, I knew everything, and I stopped. And then when I finally finished the whole thing, I it made a lot more sense and it kind of... Um, it it made it more like satisfying to complete it, right? Where mm-hmm. it wasn't just me delivering stuff, and you get to see this whole big snowball happen, and then you realize why things are the way they are. And there's like there's just so much. The three hour cutscene at the end, like just get your popcorn. You're good. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> Sit down. <Yep.
0: laughs> so you're. I think what you're saying is that it is a hundred percent worth playing.
2: Yeah, because you just or travel maybe, across maybe, Canada. Maybe, you gotta. <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe 100% worth finishing. Or not Canada. (laughs)
2: America. (laughs) (laughs) Cut that out. I'm like, you travel across Canada. Everyone does it. (laughs) Travel across... Uh, Go ahead, Travis. Yeah, the States.
1: (laughs) I would say, yes, play it. The thing is, it's a hard game for me to recommend. Unless I know that, like, you're Hmm. going to be... This is something that... I'm into wacky sci-fi. Give me the, like... I'm, I'm into out there stuff like give me all of that the weirder the better and I love piecing together the the plots and and the the log, the logisticals of a world myself and my brain I love doing that kind of stuff and I would say yes play it but it's difficult for me to recommend just because I it's not going to be for everyone and there's going to be people who are going to go into this being like this makes no sense I don't care and I can't fault them for that but I would I wouldn't say not to play it I definitely would say to play it
3: I will say I think you should play it I think (sighs) you have to be someone who's played a lot of games because the 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 menus are just so deep and there's just so much going on and someone who doesn't play a lot of games would be like I don't even know what the hell I am doing. But if you play a lot of games, I think you should play it cuz even if if you're just mainlining the story, I feel like you'll be surprised by what's happening and like it's an experience. And if you mm-hmm. want to go in deep on all the lore and stuff and read all the emails and like read all of, you know, Kojima's thoughts about connectivity and how it either helps us or harms us it does both and like all the themes and stuff there's a lot of themes you can dive into i love or there's so oh my god there's so much (laughs) i love um you could do a whole other pot about that but anyway um but i feel like you either way you can get something out of it so if you're like i have a backlog you could mainline it and i think you will still enjoy the experience so i think you should
0: (laughs) mm-hmm I didn't enjoy <laughs> the tactical <laughs> playing of Death Stranding. I think, in certain ways, it is frustrating. Oh yeah, the bar to enter is very high. Yes, and if you're someone like me who's bad at video games, you are going to get very frustrated. All those things are just wear
2: correct. Wear some boots, man. <sighs> wear just, your boots. Just <laughs> put your boots on.
0: <laughs> I'm never going to live that down. I no. didn't no. have boots in one clip, and there we go. <laughs> But at the same time, there are sections where I've played the game, I've sat and I've played it for three hours, and although it was frustrating, it felt cathartic at the same time.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Is Death Stranding a game for everyone? No. no. Absolutely not. Is it a game that I can wholeheartedly recommend? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say yes. Oh, no. I thought you th- we were
3: gonna come around.
0: Yeah. No, but I but I think it is a game that if you are down for some Kojima BS, you love worlds, and you love creators that take huge swings, mm-hmm. I think that Death Stranding may be an experience for you. Personally, I would I would go and play the first Metal Gear Solid games first. Just because you can finish all three of them in the same amount of time as Death Stranding. And like, if you're down for that BS, like you'll be down for this BS. I guess I just like, didn't love playing it. I'm happy I did. I'm happy we did this. But like, if you asked me to go back in time through my beaches to talk to past Jacob, to say whether or not we're going to do this podcast, I can't tell you with 100% certainty that I would do it again. I I was surprised
3: that you wanted to. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. Go through the go through the beaches uh, or yeah. or play this game. Play this game.
2: For me, when it came to recommending this to other people, when they would ask me, "Oh, like w- what about Death Stranding?" I would just always tell them it's about a mailman and stuff gets weird. <laughs> Done. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so if you're down for weird stuff happening, yeah, <laughs> yeah this is it.
3: <laughs> and you better be okay with a lot of menus.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: Do you want to hear my alternate takes for Fast Pitch? I I wrote a bunch of them out. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Rapid fire. Let's go. Here are my alternates. Uh, Kojima made Evangelion. Um, Oh, my God. To to quote (laughs) Donald Glover, this is America. Uh, And none of them are are very good, but uh, those are the two that I wanted to share. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, This game is so unique, uh, so special, and I'm so glad that I got to share my experience of talking through it with y'all. So that's, I think, where we're going to end our Death Stranding uh, series of podcasts. We could literally talk about this for another hour, but um, let's just leave it there. Uh, if you want to find all things Left Behind Game Club, you can find them on the internet at leftbehindgame.club. You can find them on Twitter at Left Behind Club and on Instagram at Left Behind Game Club. If you want to join our Discord, uh you can do that via our website, again, leftbehindgame.club or leftbehindgameclub.com. club.com. Uh you can find me on the internet at Jacob McCourt on all major social media platforms and YouTube, youtube.com slash Jacob McCourt. First, Courtney, I want to say thank you for coming on. Uh your third Left Behind Game Club podcast. We are so happy to have you. Uh, please, 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 please tell people where they can find your work.
2: Um- so I'm court for the win I don't think you really had a choice in letting me on this or not I feel like the minute you were doing Death Stranding, I was like me she <laughs> elbowed her way on in you didn't have and I choice. feel so much better because the last time
0: we had you on it was the witness and yes. like I don't remember but like I don't think I loved it and I don't think you loved it and no. like on this podcast we try and be super positive and both of us were like man it was, it was okay was <laughs> but I'm glad we have you back on something for that that you love so thank you for coming on
2: yeah so if you want to check Check me out at twitch.tv slash courtftw is where you can find my Twitch channel. Uh, also streamerzone.com. Check us out. Uh, we have a whole community. There's a Discord link on the website as well. And yeah, th- that's basically it.
0: <laughs> and uh, what do you stream on Twitch if people are kind of interested in checking you out there?
2: I'm a variety streamer, so I stream a lot of RPG games. I did stream a little bit of Death Stranding just to have a little bit of fun. Uh, currently is in Chronicles from the Switch... Mm. And uh, Final Fantasy Online, they just came out with a new update, so I've been streaming a lot of that with friends. And we do community nights with Streamers Unknown, where if you play any sort of games that others can play with you, we tend to all get together and play. Uh, Recently, it's The Fall Guys. Fun. Nice.
0: Great video game. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Again, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, Travis and Katie, uh, first, I'll start with Katie. Katie. Uh, tell people where they can find you. and also tell us about this new podcast that you launched a little while ago with some other people that are terrible and 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 good at
3: editing podcasts, but not like terrible people. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah they' they're the worst. So yeah, yeah, yeah. first of all, you can find me on Twitter. Um, I am Les Brack uh, and also in the Discord. Uh, for Left Behind Game Club Um, and then yeah me Travis and Jacob terrible people Uh, we all have a podcast another podcast um, called Cutscenes a video game movie podcast where we uh, watch a movie about video games or about a video game Mm -hmm. or you know video game related and then we hang out and talk about it I pretty and, uh, much sit
1: there and defend bad movies against these two. That's literally, it's it's me defending bad movies against these Resident two. Resident Evil is a bad movie. No, don't even start.
3: He tries so hard. He tries <laughs> so, so hard. I mean, Grandma's Boy is a bad
1: movie. Well, that we I'm not going to defend that one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Travis, to you.
1: Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at uh, Travis Colnut. Um, I lurk in the Discord sometimes. And yeah, uh, listen to cutscenes uh, if, you, if you like it.
3: No, listen to cutscenes. Pitch it harder, man. Oh, what Come do you mean? It's a great time. Come and hang I don't know out. How to pitch things.
0: You you Sam Porter bridged that one. Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: fine. It's it's a. You
3: stated the facts very flatly. It it's is a, a podcast. podcast
1: that you can find you and can listen find to, it. and if you, you can want.
3: like it. That would be yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, give us a little BB uh, thumbs up. You do you. That'd be you wonderful. You do you.
0: Yeah. Uh, And as my co-host, Michael Ruffalo, will say that, my friends, is one less game left behind.